Hello, everybody. Welcome Hello. back. Hi, I'm Chantel. Hello. Hey, Chris. Um, so we're, uh, this is the Practical Lightworkers uh, podcast. Hello, welcome. And um, this is an extension of our resonance community, which is a community of lightworkers walking each other home and our important work in the world. Um, and this is a the topic today is super interesting because I think, uh, you know, I've bumped into this, I don't know how many times in 20 years of business, but um, everybody does. And that is, you know, what do we, what do you charge? What do you charge as a light yeah. worker? Yeah. And I think the go-to response for most light workers is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what feels like nothing, like undercharging or literally nothing. Yeah. 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 Let, let me just give away my services and then, and tell you feel completely depleted or resentful. And then it's like, what the hell? Other people are getting paid. Why can't I be paid? Yeah, Yeah, I definitely had those feelings. I had the feeling like how it came up for me was I I just was so pissed that I felt like I I have a, I feel like a kind heart, a noble heart. I want to do good work in the world. Yeah. Um, And, and I wasn't getting paid what, when I looked out in the marketplace, people who had ill intent and were just about getting it for themselves were breaking it in. And I was like, that's messed up. I know it it really does like mess with you in so many ways. I think like, you know, when you're out trying to serve the world from your heart Mm -hmm. um, and then you see others who are just really in it to break in the, the coin yeah. Yeah. And so then it's almost like, I think in that, like for me, when I see that, that's why I go, screw it. I don't want to do that. So then it's like going to the opposite end, which is not healthy or good either of like not charging and then feeling pissed about it all. Like, don't you know what everybody else is charging? Yeah. Or like, I'll just charge this much. And and then people don't pay it. And it's like, do you have right. any idea right, 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 <laughs> like right. what other people are charging out there in the world? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it gets to be messed up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, and it can um, definitely get in the way of the, the work, you know, like if the, the heart is to bring the light, um, but you don't feel like you can pay your bills, you know, Mm -hmm. like at some level that light gets shut down because you got to go, you got to get, you know, got to get the bills paid. Yeah. Got to go, you know, pack some groceries or something. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's, I've and, thought about it many times. Like I could oh, go back yeah. and work at Starbucks. I love that job. Working as a barista at Starbucks was so mm-hmm. fun. But but now when I look at, you know, 20 years in business and I look at, you know, minimum wage of $15 an hour or whatever it is, and maybe tips, you're like, I what? Like if I just sell a couple programs, like I'd be good for the month compared to what I would right. make yeah. at Starbucks. Like yeah. crazy. I just think there's deep down in many, like, you know, people who are heart centered in their work, a belief that it, it should be free or, or not very much money. And yet, if you just look at the, the money piece as energy, energy and what resonates best for you, not what everybody else is doing. Yeah then it it feels clean and right. Otherwise, like I know, cause I've done it for so many years is that it builds resentment. And how does that help anybody that you're trying to help? Like then you're angry and resentful. I've had years of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard when you're, um, 
I, I, several years ago, I had a marketing agency where we created podcasts for people. And I had a business partner at the time who was very, she was operations person and very numbers oriented, but it was, she would do like two hour sales calls and I, which I would not want to do. And mm-hmm. um, we were selling like, you know, a thousand dollars on the low end and two to $3,000 on the high end a, a month for yeah. those services. And we would have different um, upsells and add-ons and, and she'd be like, should it be 297 or should it be like 257? And I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> it's funny money to me. Like, you know, yes. I think there's a thing when, when my, when I feel like my work is in the light, what do I care if it's an extra 20 bucks or 40 bucks? It doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. You know, like I get True. lost in what to, what to charge anyway, because it's not like it's a widget and you go, oh, well, this widget goes for a market value of whatever. And then everybody has the agreement that that's what a, it should like dollars per gallon of gas. There's a market for that. And you go, yeah, this is expensive gas and this is cheap gas. And because you can measure it based on what the market bears, but for light work, what's the market bear for your unique modality of light work? You can't find a, any common answer about that. No, you can't. And then when I, I think, you know, like when you put out the energy of like either anger or resentment or comparison, then you right. end up attracting people that are doing that. Well, then they're pissed off about paying a certain price or they're comparing you to somebody else yeah. because somebody else does something similar. And I think it just comes down to getting really um, clean and clear of what, what feels right to you to charge yeah. versus what everybody else is. Like I've seen six week programs on zoom anywhere from $2,500 to $600 to $200. Yeah. And some of it's even more than my live work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that, that comparison game has to quit. It's yeah. like, what, what really feels good to me and what will support me in continuing my work. Yeah. 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 Cause it's yeah. both. Right. I, I really enjoyed lately um, for workshops uh, in particular. Um, I've even done it with coaching, one-on-one coaching. I've done a yeah. pay what you want. Yeah. I like that, that feels too. really good to me. I, and I allows me to come in and say, here's what I normally charge, right? Like yeah. my coaching is a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You get two 60 minute calls. Uh, a month and unlimited access to me in between those calls. That's, I have charged that before. Like I, people have paid me that for years. That's my fee, but I'm in a space now where I'm wanting my work to be exposed to more people. And so knowing that it's a thousand bucks, I normally charge that you tell me a number, you give me a number. I mean, if you say 50 bucks, I'm, I mean, you know, that's, yeah, absurd, absolutely. But, but at least, at least you're in the driver's seat of what you want to pay. And I think that's yeah. a really cool um, way to do it. Yeah. I like that, you know, like pay what you want or pay from the heart and even like having that's really resonated for me too, you know, having these um, options for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's yeah. the full price. You can yep. pay the full price. Great. Here's 50%. Yep. Or here's, here's, you know, 25%. And if, the, if you can't do any of those reach out, you know, like, cause yeah. then at least gives people like, cause sometimes people feel taken aback, like, don't, don't make me figure out what, you know, <laughs> yeah. what I'm going right. to pay. Right. But either way, I think it just does come down to mm-hmm. um, being authentic with, with your own self and how you want to 
do it in what feels right to you. Even like yeah. I look at what feels right to me when I go to people and they do that. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, like, like great. Then it it helps me go, okay, is it about money hmm. that I don't want to do this? Or is this about I really want to do this and this is what I can this is what I can right. give at this moment. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. It makes makes it more clean, doesn't it? Yeah. I would I would add into this conversation that there is if we just put our business hat on for a minute, mm-hmm. you can be either a high volume, low margin, meaning you're you're doing you're working with a lot of people for a very small profit, a very small margin of profit, um, or you can be the opposite, right? You can be a low volume, high margin, like I don't work with a lot of people, but I charge premium prices. Both are proven business models they they've been around forever tiffany jewelry store versus like a walmart jewelry you know it's like it's different yeah. it's different they both work and i think when you start to get clear about who your work is for that will impact your price cuz you can't charge premium prices if you're working with people who can't afford it like that just is a pipe dream that doesn't work yeah yeah it it's true and then the, it makes them start either you collapsing in because it's like, okay, well, I would like to charge this, but they yeah. can't afford me. So then you collapse it to right. fit in with them. Yeah. Or you just say, this is actually the people I want to work with. And right. so how can I right. do it in a way that feels good to me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you then start, you can build, uh, if I, so, and I, I'm doing this model, but if you're going to do a, a high volume, low margin, right. Where I need a mm-hmm. lot of people to make the kind of money I want to make, then you need to find the right container for that. Like I couldn't yeah. do one-on-one coaching if it was high volume, low margin. I, I only have so many hours in a day and I can't yeah. be coaching 40 hours a week to be making, you know, like less than minimum wage. I can't do that. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. but I can do what that's was why I like the community model so much is oh, it's amazing yeah. um, in a community model where I'm, I am committed to 90 minutes a week to host and serve and curate and hold the space for a community. And that community is only a hundred dollars, which is what my groundswell community, my, my community of community builders is I can, it's the same 90 minutes for me, whether there's 10 people or a thousand people there. So the, the container scales like the, the, and the value is, isn't also as important because it's not dependent on me being, having beautiful answers. You know, the, the, the value is from the space and the conversations that, that are had in the space. You know, if you're a light worker, think about how you could invite more people into something that doesn't require you to do, do the modality that you do save the modality for higher tiered programs or prices but definitely, why not have something easy time-wise for you that's affordable, that has just as much value as the stuff you do one-on-one? Yeah, yeah, it is It is about having different price points for, for what other people can do. You know, like I had a client the other day and she says, you know, like 100% hands down, everything that you are off, like, you know, I just had um, had a session with her on the phone and she said, I want to work with you. I really do. And I, and I can't right now, like, I'm just not in, in a financial position to do it. So why not have something like that? You can just say, Hey, like, even if 
you, you know, you want to, you want to give it at 50%. If that feels right on your heart, then it doesn't feel like you're, you're still, like you said, giving those, those higher priced or higher, um, like commitment for yourself as an entrepreneur and light worker. Um, you're not having to give those away, but you do have that, you know, community that you can invite them to that still feels good and still supports. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I were, if I were to put this in context, then let's say, um, give me a particular kind of light worker modality. Like what would be an example of someone's business? That's mm. not a gestalt coach. Um, let's say, uh, sound healing therapy. Okay. So if I were a sound healing therapist and I wanted to have a, a, a lower price point, community type model, something where it's residual revenue. It's revenue that happens every month, like a membership, mm-hmm. right? Cause I like mm-hmm. recurring revenue. It's not really residual. It's just recurring, right? It's, it happens every month until someone opts out. Then I think, okay, well, so what's different about this space is that it's, um, it's not full. The value doesn't come from me doing the sound therapy with you and all the others on a zoom call, let's say. By the way, it helps if you can make it virtual and not local because that opens your market, right? Like if you can do your thing for people not local, then you have a bigger pool to fish in. But um, so I'm a I'm a sound um a sound wave therapist person, and um, I I started to think, okay, life has taught me something about sound healing, and and the people that are typically drawn to my work are people who are on the path of health and healing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a conversation here about health and healing. I don't have to, one of my modalities is this, the sound work that I do, and you can hire me for that, but that, that, but there's value in us wrestling with the things that are preventing our health in the first place. Why not have conversations that allow us to wrestle with our cultural patterns, our generational patterns, the different things, like let's have conversations about it. So the people in your community can own their answer instead of coming to you to get fixed and then go back out and get unfixed. Why not have them start to fight for, you know, their own beliefs about health and wellness. Exactly. And you could even do like a five minute beginning sound, sound thing just to start it out. Of course. But, but, but the, the healing that your sound modality does for people is only one expression of healing and the mm-hmm. conversation of healing is much bigger than the modality. And so if you can build a community around the, the conversation, then that provides, and it, you know, is that going to do all the heavy lifting? No, but that's not the point. And it's only a hundred, it's a hundred bucks a month. If you're using my model, like it's a hundred bucks a month for people to have um, not only answers, but community to walk each other home in this process, you know, to not feel so alone. Yeah. Those, those deep, rich, uh, conversations are, are healing. I don't care who you are. They are healing. Yeah. They give you answers. Have you look within so many people feel alone in their path, regardless of whether it's a healing path or a money path or a relationship path. Like so many feel people don't feel seen and they feel alone. And when yeah. you have a tribe of others who are wired like you, who kind of see the world, who feel safe with you, like the kind of conversations that happen are so rich. And if you're the curator of that space, dang. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good. And yeah. you can, and now you can have a low price point where people 
are being nurtured and incubated and until they're ready to take advantage of the other offers you have, you know, exactly. but, but then I think like you had, cause you had said before we hit record, like undercharging and it's like, it's, it's not just a matter of undercharging slash charge what you're worth that, that debate. It's yeah. just finding the right um, containers for the, for the prices that you, that feel good to you. You can do both. You could have, low price points and high price points, but yeah, sure I, the container fits, you know? I, and I think that's what ends up, um, you know, like I look at my journey in business, it, what ends up happening is, is unfortunately like I had in the past collapsed my high price items mm-hmm. yeah, to right. two being too low for what I was putting in energetically and time-wise and physically with people um, versus looking at how could I give opportunity for people to still Mm. get some healing work done that aren't able to step into the bigger stuff, you know? So instead of just holding space for this, this is actually what the, the price point is for this and it feels good and, and collapsing, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. You know, because if it doesn't feel good to me as a light worker, then it's not going to feel good to the person I'm serving it to either. Right. right. Yeah. Um, right. Having these opportunities or you can say, well, you know, like if you can't do this and then, then look at like, I have this, this community that you could come be part of and feel held and supported mm-hmm. and safe. Right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. It's a different way of looking at it rather than, you know, taking your price and shrinking it like light workers will do they'll shrink themselves even versus hey what would feel good to offer at at a at this this point Mm -hmm. for people yeah yeah different way of looking at it for sure I, i just had this thought too of like sometimes um it's so it's so easy to collapse Mm-hmm. the value that you can create for people with the thing you do. Like if you identify as the modality, I am a massage therapist. I am a gestaltist. I am a sound therapy healer. Then you tend to think that people pay you for that practice. Like I'm going to pay, I'm going to exchange money for the thing that you are, the thing mm-hmm. you do. Massa- uh, here's money for a massage. Then then what happens is you will feel like you can't, you're always going to be exchanging hours for dollars because you, that's how you think of yourself. But if, if you can free yourself from the, the label called, I am my, my practice, I am the thing that does the thing, the modality and see yourself as a leader of a conversation for, in this case, the light work that you mm-hmm. see the world needs. Uh, what I am as a leader of the conversation, what I am is a, is a leader of the work, the work being the healing, this kind of healing in the world. Then your practice is only one expression of that. It's one income stream. It's not the only income stream. It's exactly. one income stream. And But you would have to separate yourself from the value being the thing you do to the value being the space you hold. And those are different. They are, you know, and it even goes down to, to, uh, I think a lot of, you know, heart centered people, light workers 
feel like that the, it becomes about them, right? Not even just their modality, but like yeah. charging for them. And, and instead of looking at it, like charge, you know, this is the right. space yeah. that I'm right. offering right. even versus the service. I, I like, I like that yeah. the container yeah. is so important of what you're inviting people to. Yeah. But in Groundswell Method, you you went through that several years ago. We've talked mm-hmm. about uh, inviting it. other lightworkers to that course. Mm-hmm. It's all about your messaging. And we can have another episode about authentic marketing. But um, I, one of the things, uh, maybe it was in, um, was that, maybe it was actually in the fetch, the, the follow-up to that program. But, but one of the things I would say is like, um, people pay you for safe passage. They're not necessarily paying you to do the work for them right? Like doing a massage is you getting their muscle back, muscles and fascia and body back into working order. But I think that maybe a better, broader perspective is that people pay you to get them from here to there. Mm -hmm. And how you get them from here to there doesn't mean that you have to be the one to do the work, just means that you're the one choreographing or designing the experience. That experience can be co-creative it can be a conversation it doesn't have to be you exchanging hours for dollars you could show up and say hey you could have a weekly conversation and then have five days of uh homework or or work to do outside of the time you spend if as long as you design it right know that most people won't do the work because that's the lazy society we're in (laughs) but 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 then that just kind of sharpens who you're inviting you're like look this isn't for everyone and then that feels good, you know, because you know you're speaking to the right people. Exactly. I think what it comes down to is when you start feeling really good about um, what you're inviting people to, mm-hmm. then you can feel really good about different price points, you know, and standing in that rather than shrinking or collapsing it. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, great point. If you have multiple menu items. Mm-hmm instead of one that you're betting all the, you know, betting the farm on. Yeah. You different invitations to make. Yeah. And then, and then you have the ability to serve the ones that, you know, our big hearts are often for the, you know, the people who, who say like, I just, I don't have the extra finances right now. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like you don't have, you don't have this, then like, here you go. Yeah. Here, I think that'd be go. fun to be like, for those who say that they can't, to be like, because maybe they think there's a certain number that that is. Yeah. You go, yeah. okay, well, how about this? Why don't you tell me what number you want? Mm-hmm. Might just know the normal fee is this, but you'd give me any number. Yeah. I've done that before. And then I've also in that said, you know, when they, they've gone too low, because I've had in my mind, I won't, I won't go lower than this. Yeah. Like in order to be sure. in integrity with my own self, I won't go lower than that. And so if they okay. do anything lower than that, I say no, because it's not, then it's not in alignment with me, sure. nor serving them in the end, if I go past that. Yeah. Or maybe they, maybe let's say that the the number was, you know, um, let's say the minimum number you set for yourself was 
a hundred and I don't even know what it, it came, what, what that comes with and what that work is. But you say, you think to yourself, my minimum is a hundred and they come back and they say, you know, I, what I, what I can do and I could do it today is 50. You mm-hmm. could also take what you would normally do for a hundred, cut it in half in terms of hours, in terms of service yep. and say, you know, um, maybe a place to get started together. Then let me adjust my service. Let me adjust the package, you know, and this will at least give you a taste. It'll give us a chance to get the ball rolling and get started. I can also create some follow-up work for you to do. And then let's, let's set the intention that a month from now we revisit what, you know, what this package is and see if we want to enhance it. Mm -hmm. But then you can, then you can still work, meet them where they're at, but just cut your package down to size so that it fits. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you probably already do that. I'm just, I'm just talking out loud here, but no, it, it it's all good things to, you know, like recognize there's ways you can still keep yeah. doing it without right devaluing right. yourself or your, your, um, what you're offering is, um, and still make it really good and, and solid for right. each of you. Right. You know, the, um, the lifetime value, if you think about the lifetime value of a, of a client, um, I am so I, nowadays I'm so into, I want the relationship. That's what I want. Yes. Yeah. I don't care about the sale. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously at some level, there's gotta be some skin in the game, but I'm more interested in building trust. Mm-hmm. I know there are other coaches out there that if you go work with them, you're going to feel like it's not like how it feels with me. And I just want you to experience what this feels like. Cause I think it's different and unique. And so <clears throat> if that means on the front end, it's less and we somehow work an, uh, an, es- an escalation into the agreement or whatever it is we're up to the, or, or even not that I do this for however long, what we just, we do a low price thing forever, but because you now trust me, I find new ways to bring services into your world that make your world better. And you can pay for those when that comes, mm-hmm. but exactly. over time, the the amount of money that people will pay for the value that you provide, I think just people miss that when they think from a selling standpoint or a transaction moment. They're mm-hmm, like, I need to mm-hmm. sell this package for this amount. And they miss the whole lifetime value of the customer, you know? Yeah. And then I think most light workers, I would say all light workers are relational. And so if I, they can just so. look at that, like I'm here to build relationship. And receive, you know, still receive, like that's a big piece, still receive, right? you know, coming up with ways that you can do both. Right. Yeah. So I, side note, I, this, I also like the idea that, um, I just, I'm going all in on community. I like the idea that if you have some kind of a continuity program, a membership, a a something that is a, a monthly recurring, um, revenue stream and service that you could start someone for uh, a sound healing session or session of three sessions or whatever, something. And you normally would charge a hundred bucks for a session. And so times three is 300 bucks. And you say, you know, three sessions, usually $300. Tell me what you want to pay. And they say, well, I could pay you 50 for each session. So it's 150 instead of 300, let's say fine. Maybe it's only 50 for all three, mm-hmm. but maybe, maybe the, uh, but because you know, there's a place to invite them to continue the work that the sound healing started. 
right? Like you got them three sessions into a process that they're starting to see something for themselves in. And then you invite them into a community where others have had the same experience. And now we're sharing that's a hundred bucks a month times however many people you've invited into that who have had the $50 one-time fee for three sessions thing. Mm-hmm. You see that like it's different because now I'm not afraid to go in with a low price, knowing that on the back end, there's a contain a space that's being held for the continuation of what's the sound healing started. Yeah. Cause I think that's a big piece of the, the work that we're all here to do is it's not just to offer this one little bloop and then away you go. Right. You know, it's like saying you can go to a massage therapist and in one session, that's it, you're done. Or, you know, go do one, one Reiki session and that's it, you're done. We, we know that it's the continual work together, whether it's, you know, individually or in a community, which I believe the power of the community, I've been witnessing it for, you know, years. And it's, Mm -hmm. I think a missing piece for so many people. If you have that ability to invite them to that afterwards, and you've already built that relationship of trust, then it's a no brainer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I found that when I was doing the groundswell method, I, you know, it was a six week intensive. So it was live Mm -hmm. training for six weeks in a cohort and I would get to the end and we would have all had these really amazing conversations and shared experience. And then we kind of go our separate ways. And I was like, I just me, the person delivering this course was missing the fellowship, the connection that happened from the the connections we made and i'm like i'm missing community so mm-hmm. i was like i want so this is why I, I stopped doing that program for a while to go build this community model because i'm like i want the continued connection and conversation of this work we're doing it was as much for me as it was for them you know oh absolutely like i've seen that over the years you know even in my live sessions with the horses mm-hmm. you know we have so much mm-hmm like so many powerful connections and so much rich conversations and people will like get so much healing happening going together. Yeah. And then, yeah, I see them again in a year that like, it didn't feel right to me either. It's like, okay, no, like I really, I want to support for the ones that want to continue. Right. Some don't, that's fine. But to continue that supportive community and that, that safe space for people is what really creates the magic and, and for very low cost, you know? Yeah. What if you went back to, uh, if like those listening, you wanted a, an experiment and it was to generate revenue, like in a week, like recurring revenue in the next week, Mm -hmm. could you go back through all the people you had ever worked with and invite them to a community that continues the conversation your work started with them and keep it light. Don't make it overcomplicated. Just keep it like it's 60 minutes, 90 minutes, once a week. Um, you know, you're gonna have to figure out obviously like, what's the point of it? What, like they're going to say, cool, what is it? And you're going to be like, uh, I don't know. So you're gonna have to, there's some work to do there. Right. Yeah. But, but at the, at the heart of it, you know that transformation is a process, not a moment. It's not an event. It doesn't happen in a moment. And so community holds the process, right? Like it allows the process to bring transformation over time. So you, and let's say the the base price was a hundred bucks, but people can't quite 
get there. They're like, I can't get to a hundred bucks a month for that. Great. Those who, those who are in my founder group, the ones who start with me, it's 50 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Right. And what I can tell you, what, what I can promise you is that there, this is, this will continue the work we started when we worked together before. Yeah. And, and see if you got 10 people at 50 bucks, it's 500 bucks a month. You just generated in a week. Mm-hmm. That doesn't suck. No, it doesn't suck. And then you're, you're working with people that you've already worked with and built relationship with. And yeah. 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 And once you have it, like you can add to it. So as you're generating new clients, you can invite them to that. So the, the container can scale, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think so often, uh, you know, the fear gets in the way of, of, oh, well, you know, then I have to charge something, <laughs> you right. know, or, but if you were inviting them firstly, yeah. because you thought of them as a good fit for yeah. community, then, then it, it doesn't feel like a marketing piece or, you know, I'm, I'm going after you for something or, you know, yeah. it's like, I really have something that I would love to, for you to be part of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like yeah. it, Chris. At some level, you, let's you know, build communities. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. There is a there is a place at some level where you have to um, recognize that for you to do continue to do the work, like you got to get paid. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like there's just that reality. You go like, I really this has value, and I really want to keep doing this. And in order to do that, I can charge a low amount, but I needs to be enough amount to allow me to continue to do the work. And that's valuable to the people who pay for it. But mm-hmm. if you, if you can't get there, cause you think you're just a cog in the wheel of light work, you know, like, well, I can do a reading and anybody can do a reading. Then at some, then it's going to be a grind for you because you're always going to think you're replaceable. Yeah. I think, I think light workers have to get over the idea that they're supposed to not charge for one mm-hmm. because when you start looking at the end of the day, what, what happens to you and your work? Yeah. If you can't pay your bills, right. (laughs) Or um, if you're giving it away and feeling resentful, all of that stuff isn't good. So finding ways that you can still support the people you're here to support and, and, you know, like with lower price points, like, community that you can feel good about offering a lower price point rather than again, like it's just coming to me, like rather than shrinking your bigger items and saying, Oh yeah, here, let me do the, you know, pay what you can on that. Do pay what you can on the ones that feel really good to you to offer that to. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That groundswell method program was uh, I've had different prices. I've had like $777. I've had $1,500. Like I've yeah. had different price points on that. And I just put that high ticket thing on the side. I'm like, I'm just going to put that over. It's been on the side sidelines for three years mm-hmm. because I've been focusing on a lower price point container. And I'm like, and but it doesn't mean that that high price point thing is out of commission. It just no. like, I can't, it's not that I'm not going to bring it back. It's just, I've been working here and now I've got, a menu of items that kind of have a really nice customer journey. Like it allows for people to, to experience different things when they're ready for different things, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I, I, I just, you know, being part of your communities over the years and then us building our own community, I, it, I, I just see it as the missing link in so many things for continuing the journey with people. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're, like you said, especially if you're people oriented and you like people, yeah. like this is talk about like the best of the best, like you, you're getting paid to hold space and people appreciate, they're like, please take my money because I so appreciate the space you hold for me. You're like, what? It doesn't get better than that. People saying, exactly. I want to pay you. I value you and the space you hold. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get better. That's amazing. It's such a good exactly. feeling. Exactly. Exactly. And then it doesn't become about the amount. It's a, it's about, right. Yeah. You know, feeling yeah. honored and respected and yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I didn't realize I could say, I could talk about this forever. Yeah, I know. It's good. Good. I think uh, for me personally, I got a lot out of it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, too, Chris. Me too. Me yeah. I was like, I'm like, Hey, I want to add an extra 500 bucks a month. I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah go, exactly. Well, and that's clients can I invite to something different? That shows the, you know, even um, what happens in conversation, even with just two people, right. Mm-hmm. And how much you can get more, awareness or ideas and, and sparks when you're in, in community or in relationship with people, because trying to slug it out alone, especially as an entrepreneur. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, huh? Yeah. Right. I just got to sit at the computer and type one more time to try and, you know, like (laughs) doesn't work that way. Right. Chris. Seriously. Oh yeah. 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 So good. Yeah, well, if you guys it. listening to this want to learn more about the community of lightworkers walking each other home in this, these kinds of conversations, because, you know, every, I feel like what's so cool about this podcast is you get a taste of kind of like what it is to wrestle with some stuff. Like these are the kind of conversations we'd have in, in resonance, you know, in our community. Exactly. We're not know-it-alls. We, we wrestle with the conversations and, and come up with some, some idea sparks, some yeah. ways of moving forward in life. Yeah. And I love that. I love the way that that honors everybody's lived experience. Like exactly, nobody has this whole thing figured out. And those that say they do are selling you something, right? Like that there's a, I have the answer by my program. And I'm so um, averse to that now. I get triggered by that now. I'm like, I have I think we've been to- just over, oversold on those things for too long. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I have programs and they come with a price. And so I can sell a program, but the stance I take is not, I know more than you. The stance is, Hey, life taught me some things and um, here's how I failed. And here's what I discovered. And if in hearing that, that resonates with you, then you can choose to jump in or not, but I don't do sales calls. I don't, I don't handle objections. I don't do that stuff because mm-hmm. it, it's gross. I don't like it. Don't you either see value in it or you don't. <laughs> That's you <know>? right. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, don't do gross, Chris. Just don't do I don't, it. I don't do gross. No, I don't do gross. I don't do yeah. gross. So, Speaking of so, gross, we're going to be, be talking about gross marketing on, on our oh, next Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good podcast, yeah. aren't we? The yes. grossness of some of what's happening out there. Yeah, right. Seriously, stay tuned for that one. That's a great, that'll be another fiery conversations. Absolutely. Fired up about the way it is, but, um, so go to, you can go to practicallightworkers.com forward slash invite, uh, to learn more about our resonance community. 
Um, and for podcasts and any other thing that's going on, you can go to, you can just go to practicallightworkers.com. So yeah. Or check us out on Facebook. It's practical light workers too. Right? Yeah. We do have a free Facebook group there called yeah, practical light workers. Yeah. You Conversate can with us. Hey, we got different places for you to try to have a relationship with us. We just want to know you. So exactly. Come say hi. Thanks Chantel. Great episode. Good Thanks, conversation. Chris. See you next time. See ya.